I was just speaking at the Bulletproof Conference a few weeks ago, and I had someone come up to me and says, how is Dr. Al Dannenberg doing? Is he still going? Oh, he is still going. Wait till you hear this show. Remember this, who this is. This was the gentleman that was supposed to die in 2018. He didn't, but stay tuned because he has another brush with death. Yes, he probably should be dead again, but didn't. You're gonna have to hear the story. Uh, look, if you don't know what the carnivore diet is, uh, Al, uh, this was part of his cancer survival. And uh, we talked about it in past shows, but you have to hear this show. Gosh, every show he gives gems of knowledge. Wait till you hear this one, Solet. I'll just leave it there. Check out the episode. I want to give thanks to one of our sponsors, Cyto Defend. Look, in a time like this, I think that our immune system and keeping our immune system up right now is more important than ever. I can also tell you that I pay attention to the things that keep my immune system on par and healthy. So, so glad that Cyto Defend is one of our sponsors here on Cell TV. And it's a product that I use, my family uses, and hopefully you'll check it out. And by the way, you can check it out with the link right here below. If you want to try a free bottle, you can actually get a free bottle, just pay the shipping. And I think you'll reorder after that, but check it out. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing CytoDefend product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit freeimmunity.com. Again, that's freeimmunity.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cellular Healing TV. I'm Ashley Smith, and today we welcome back friend of the show, Dr. Al Dannenberg. You may remember Dr. Al from his journey with cancer and utilizing the carnivore diet. Well, he is still going strong, so we invited him back to hear an update that we promised you all. And so he can talk about his now robust immune system and what he has done to maintain it, especially now. I cannot wait to hear what he has to share. So let's get started and welcome Dr. Al Dannenberg and of course, Dr. Pampa. Welcome both of you. Well, thank you for the opportunity again. Yeah, well, I tell you, I just said before we got on here, I was at, uh, speaking at the Bulletproof Conference and someone asked me, how's Dr. Al? Is he still going? <laughs> I said, oh yeah, he's still going. I think we should call you uh, Dr. Superman at this point. All right, so I, I had to almost title this show, He Should Have Been Dead Twice. You're going to hear the second part of the second part. Remember, he should have been dead, what is it, December of what, 2018? 2018, yeah. yeah. You didn't die. We've been following your progress. We want, to, we want you to update us on that. What are you doing on your diet? You know, he carnivore, I think you were the first to talk about carnivore on this show, and uh, gosh, eating all meat, how possibly that could be good for cancer. If you hadn't seen that show, you gotta see it. So Ashley will make sure that all of the shows with Dr. Al are uh, posted here. So you have to watch them. There, there's extraordinary lessons uh, in all of them. Dr. Al is a brilliant man. Um, I don't know, maybe that's why he's alive. <laughs> maybe he's just Superman, I don't know. Kryptonite, well, we, we ran into <laughs> another kryptonite that you're gonna hear about. Uh, but he beat that too. He should have been dead again and he's not. All right, but let's start, Al. Let's, uh, well, let's the, the, the starting point is I'm 74 years old and you can teach an old dog new tricks if you have an open mind. End of story. 
right? There's a lot of information out there. All you have to do is pick and choose and connect the right dots and understand what real science is all about. Mm. We're going to probably have to, today's show, we're probably going to have to use little buzzwords uh, when we talk about uh, some, some topics, and you'll see what I mean in a moment. Real science, gosh, I, I can't even hear the word science anymore. It used to be a word I liked, now I hate it. Um, we'll, we'll get more to that, but uh, science to me now is like the, the new horrible cult religion. But anyways, um, okay, so where are you today? Uh, we left off, you were, um, you were doing some variation with your carnivore. You were solid carnivore for some, uh, for some time, worked out real well. Kind of review us a little bit. Sure, so my diagnosis was way back in 2018. And my diagnosis is an incurable bone marrow cancer, specifically named IgA kappa light chain multiple myeloma with significant skeletal lytic lesions, meaning that I have holes throughout my body, my skeleton, and I am prone to pathological fractures. And Not that I want- Back when we first started these, sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, you know, I mean, I remember you were having some horrific fractures back then. I mean, you still did the interviews, you fractured your femur, which is, I mean, horrible. Um, you know, how's that progressing or not? It has progressed well, but the fractures I had were two vertebral compression fractures, several rib fractures, a right humerus split in half, oh. right femur split in half, and a cracked left femur. Um, scary stuff. Mm. Put me in hospice to die, as a matter of fact, in 2019. Yeah. Yet I recovered from all of that, revoked hospice, had a PET scan in May of 2020 that showed no active cancer cells. And I am here today and we'll tell the next part of the story. But the interesting thing is that, as you mentioned, I changed from a paleo autoimmune diet, which I started with my diagnosis in 2018, to a strict animal-based diet, um, carnivore diet, specifically known as the paleolithic ketogenic diet as promoted and utilized at the Paleo Medicina Clinic in Budapest, Hungary. Mm -hmm. And they've treated over 5,000 patients with severe chronic diseases and all forms of cancer. And they report some of their case studies with quite compelling results. And that what, that's what got me excited. And January 1st, 2020, I started that diet very strict, 100%. I did that for maybe a year or so. And then I went on to a more unrestricted animal-based diet, which they also do in the Paleolithic Medicina Clinic with patients that are recovering, um, to as little as 70% um, of my diet is animal-based. That's nose to tail. And that's not eating ribeye every day and only ribeye. That's a big misconception of a carnivore. That would be an unhealthy diet. Yeah. Eating steak all the time, that's not healthy. You have to balance protein, you know, yeah. proteins, fat, and all that kind of stuff. And, and gather, to watch that, how to do it correctly, please watch our past show with Dr. Al because he describes it perfectly. And he has, we connected to his blog um, where he really dialed that in. So all, all of that is in, uh, in Ashley. Um, we'll put the link here. So when, when I started to change, I changed to maybe a... Um, 80 to 90% animal-based with some select fruits, 
very few vegetables that are low in phytates, oxalates, and lectins, maybe making up 10 to 20% of the rest of the volume on my plate. I only eat when I'm hungry. I drink when I'm thirsty. I drink mineral, uh, uh, natural spring water with a variety of trace minerals. I also drink what's called Soleil in the morning, which is actually a um, concentrate of um, a super concentrate of Himalayan salt in the water, a teaspoon of super concentrated liquid with one cup, maybe eight ounces or so of spring water first thing in the morning, uh, nothing to eat or drink after about um, within 30 minutes and then my normal eating whenever I'm really hungry. So that has really helped with um, hydration, interestingly. Um, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but every time I would go to my cancer clinic, which I go every four weeks since 2018, my BUN was very high. The high normal or above normal range. My oncologist always told me. Well, which to explain what BUN is, it's a. a okay, blood urea nitrogen is a blood test on a CMT panel, and and that indicates kidney issues and also dehydration issues. I didn't have any kidney problems, but my oncologist always told me I need to drink more water. At that time, again, you can teach old dogs new tricks. At that time, I was drinking filtered water. I was basically drinking dead water, didn't realize it, and I wasn't getting hydrated well, but I was drinking a lot of water. And he said, I need to drink more water. I said, George, I'm drinking as much water as I can. And then I learned about this concept of Sole, S-O-L-E. And it's a lot of anecdotal information. It made sense to me. So I started drinking it. Within two weeks, when I got back to my, my um, blood test at my cancer clinic, my BUN went down to 15. It was right in the middle of the normal range. I've never been that way. And my oncologist says to me, Al, you're drinking a lot more water. I said, George, I'm not, but I'm drinking healthier water and it is hydrating me better. And for the next eight months, I've been testing my BUN at the clinic and it's in, been in the middle range of normal. So I know hydration is a critical element which is not discussed in most, even integrative medicine. You know, I'm, I'm one of those who buck the normal thing, especially in, you know, our space that, you know, drink this much water, drink water, drink water. And everyone's carrying their water around when you go to our seminars. I go, I drink when I'm thirsty and, right. you know, I, and uh, that's your innate intelligence knows, right? The problem is six cells, um, they become dehydrated despite how much water you're pounding. So when you have like you said, a, a water that actually works in conjunction with the, your cells and your cell health. Uh, Hydration is not what you think. It's not about drinking more water. You proved my point that I've said on this show many times. So thank you. And you know what's interesting also, when I wrote about this on one of my blogs, I, I showed a, um, a chart of my BUN from the day I was, or my, the ranges of my BUN from the days of my diagnosis until now. And I showed as soon as I started the Soleil, those numbers every month were in the normal range. And tell us about the Soleil. Um, you know, 
Yeah. Um, Ashley can chime in. We, we had, gosh, I can't remember the rising springs, Ashley, am I hitting that right? Um, but they talked about, I mean, they get this amazing water and I've had so many people watch that show, get that water and say, I'm drinking so little water. I, but my hydration is so much better. Maybe it's similar, but tell us about Soleil. So Soleil, I think it was developed, the concept was developed by the original Himalayan salt company, um, which obviously mines the Himalayan salt, but there are other companies that do that. Redmond Salt is a different company in the United States that has similar qualities, but Redmond- yeah, right here in Utah. I'm, yeah, in Utah. But, but I know that um, uh, the Himalayan salts have been assayed um, and, and they have found that there are 84 trace minerals in Himalayan salt. Well, you can buy the salt in large rock crystals and you buy these salts, they're very minimally processed. You know, when you take those rock crystals and crush them into very fine granular salt, you're changing the electrolysis of the, or the electrolyte potential of those cells, but certainly changing the frequency of those minerals. So what they say is use the rock salt, not the big rocks, not the granulated, put, take a, a, a quart mason jar, fill it halfway with the rock salts, then fill the rest with spring, natural spring water. And then in 24 hours, the water will dissolve all those minerals to the point where it becomes super saturated. In other words, it means that no more minerals can be dissolved from the rocks at that point, because yeah. it's all the mineral uh, electrolytes that can be dissolved at one time. You take a teaspoon of that super saturated solution and add it to six ounces, eight ounces or whatever of pure spring water. First thing in the morning, you drink it. Don't have anything to drink or eat within the th first 30 minutes or so. And that's all, you don't do it anymore. And that has made a huge change in my BUN. Mm. And I've not seen this proven until I've done it. Yeah, where do you buy this? Oh, uh, you buy, you can buy it from directly from their um, website, mm. the original Himalayan Salt Company. You can buy the, crisp, the, the rocks from Himalayan Salt Company on Amazon. Uh, so it's readily available. And of course, your spring water, you can get it in your local um, health, healthier yeah. grocery stores, but I get it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, there's a, a website you can find. Um, uh, you can find spring water in your area for free. Yeah, uh, and some, some areas do have that, artesian springs, yeah. But also I get my uh, spring water from Mountain Valley Springs. Um, in, I can't remember, it's Oklahoma and Arkansas, or it's several, a couple states. This is an aquifer that's uh, uh, about a mile deep and they fill glass bottles, mm -hmm. five gallon glass bottles, and they have local distributors bring it to your house. So in Charleston, South Carolina, we have a local distributor, but not every area has these areas of distribution. But every month I get five five gallon bottles of yeah, the spring water. So Ashley, um, what was it, Rising Springs um, that we did the interview, they deliver it to your house too. That'd be perfect. What, what was the name? Rising Springs, you're right. I'll put right. the link in there. I wanna say that they're going through some sort of a 
change in their company leader, leadership or something. So they might be offline right now, but I think they're coming back rebranded. Amazing so. source though. I mean, a huge right. source. And then what's the website, um, Ash? Um, I know Cameron and my son use it. Um, findaspring.com. And then it, oh. it, Yes, I've yeah. gone to that. But there is no spring in right, where and I there live. may not yeah. be one in your area. You know, we we have we have one near here, but it depends. But you could go there, and then you can bring your glass bottles and fill them. Yeah, up. and it's free. Yeah, right, right, exactly. because but, the it's yeah. an artesian well that keeps. Um, but I, I think water. this, you know, buying one of these salt crystals and doing what you said. I mean, this is a this is it's amazing. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I find it amazing. I've done some podcasts with an athlete in um, Australia who started doing it. And he told me that he has significantly improved with his athletic recovery, muscle recovery with um, the marathons he's running by having this hydration from Soleil, just never wow. knew about well, it, it. It makes sense because again, it's hydration is about getting water in the cell. Um, it's not about drinking a ton of water, which actually often dehydrates people, by the way, ironically enough. So people, people die from over drink, over drinking yeah. and never hydrate. Ah, yeah. There was a case of uh, um, a college kid, right? It was a hazing thing. They killed him, um, unfortunately. So, okay. I, I told you, I didn't, I tell you, you get great lessons with Dr. Al, right? <laughs> he's a wealth of knowledge. That's why we bring him on. And he's Superman. Uh, we, we just, you know, keep throwing things at him. Okay. So the, the bug that's going around right now, we're going to be really safe about this conversation. We're not going to say too many words, um, but because we don't want to get this shut down. But uh, look, I would, I would argue, hey, uh, you know, maybe that bug that's going around right now would kill a guy like you. I mean, what are, what are the statistics on someone with an immune system with your type of cancer? I mean, come on, man. I mean, you know. If sure, I were to yeah. get the bug... I would develop pneumonia and I would die. I would think. I would die. They would not be able to treat me. If I had the type of immune system that this, this quality of multiple myeloma that I have is, was actually as dep depressed as most people would have it, I would not be able to manufacture enough antibodies naturally. I would not be able to withstand the, the trauma to my system mm -hmm. and my body would break down and I would die. One of, there, there are basically three manifestations of my multiple myeloma that will kill me. And, and I needed to know this, this is what my oncologist told me. I would either die because, from anemia because the marrow cells would push out, the malignant plasma cells would push out the red blood cells and, and I would just die from anemia. I would have kidney disease and I would die from kidney disease or I would develop an infection that my body could not handle no matter what external antibiotics I was put on and I would die from that. Terrible, terrible ways to die. I don't want to do that. So I rebuild my immune system, but the bug that's going around, if I were not to have done what I've done, most likely would have killed me. 
So, do you want to get As into it this? Turned out. <laughs> okay, so my second challenge in life during my cancer journey is this. I do take, I never took and will never take chemotherapy. A lot of reasons, but first of all, I'm having an incurable disease. So chemotherapy would only put me in remission, but then I'd fall out of remission and I'd go on and on with more cost to chemo. And then eventually nothing would work. And I'm not a candidate well, and for stem cells. Immune system out and and yeah, every time I would wipe it out even more. So, and I'm not a candidate for stem cells. So that made no sense to me because it would decrease the quality of my life so significantly, I might still live but I would be in terrible physical, emotional, stressful state of mind that that's not the way I wanna live. You know, I have my choice. Um, so I rejected that, but there is some immunotherapy very specific for my immune system and the plasma cells. And I've done that um, for a little while. So the, the drug that I'm taking is called Darzalex. It's very cutting edge for multiple myeloma. It's available. It's an infusion. Uh, originally, it started out as being infused into the, the um, venous system. And now they've recently approved a sub-Q, which is an injection in the whatever. Thank you. Interstitial tissue around the belly and it's not going IV, not supposed to go IV. Um, and it's worked well, and I've done that for several um, months of treatment. All along, there are side effects, similar to any drug that you get. And the side effects have never bothered me to any great extent. I've always done well. So the last infu the infusion, which was sub-Q, subcutaneous, was on June 22nd, 2021. When I, when I had that injection, the nurse made a mistake. She, in, she probably didn't aspirate and it must've gone into a vessel. And I developed a huge hematoma that actually lasted five weeks. So the medicine in the IQ, uh, the uh, sub-Q, is different than the medicine that goes into the IV. It's the same Darzalex, but it has some other medicines to keep it into the tissue. And it should not be in the IV. And it was IV, I guess, to some extent. So although I realized that she realized it, I didn't have any problems until about a week later. And about a week later, again, June 22nd, 2021 is when I got the shot. Um, about a week later, I started to feel so lethargic, so exhausted. If I would get up and go outside to get my mail down the, down the driveway, it was an effort to walk back to the house and I had to lay down. I never felt that way, ever that I can remember. And I was, I had diarrhea. I had acid reflux, which is extremely rare for me. I had headaches. I just so, didn't know what was going on. Is, and I'm thinking- that common? Two things, two things right here. Are those common symptoms that they, you would see from a reaction from that medication? Yes, but much less. Okay. Much so less. maybe fibromyalgia, you know, muscle aches, 
but much less. But I never had those. I mean, if you list, look at the list of side effects, which are numerous. What, wouldn't those things happen sooner? And so, like, what would not necessarily because okay. in the beginning, yes. In but it would be the cytokine storm that would be the problem. In the beginning, they protect you from a cytokine storm. From you take uh, Benadryl for a day and you take dexamethasone, which is Decadron for three continuous days to prevent a cytokine storm from the reaction. They call it a, you know, an infusion reaction. It's really a cytokine storm. So in the beginning, they titrate it very slowly. They do it for an, uh, three or four hours at a time. It's very, very um, tiring just to make sure you're not having a reaction. But by the time I was where I was, they zipped the injection very quickly. I had no symptoms. Generally, you're not going to have a symptom like that if you never had a symptom before. So I'm assuming um, I wouldn't have a problem. But a week later, I thought the symptoms were only because of the injection that should never have been IV that actually got into the blood system. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm having these very serious symptoms and my muscles were aching, but I didn't have a loss of taste or smell. I didn't have a fever. I just had all these other symptoms. So I call my oncologist, you know, first of all, I'm a wimpy guy, by the way, I'm a terrible patient. Oh yeah. my God. My when I don't feel well, my wife has to go out and rent a hotel room i mean it's no, all you all you proved is you're a man okay you've proved no, that, right right because in right. my mind you're superman but you're a man yeah. so we yeah. know everything but we really know very very little but don't tell your wives but anyhow so i call my oncologist i i tell him these side effects are the worst i've ever experienced even worse when i than my feelings when i was diagnosed and he said um, let's make an appointment. We'll do some new blood work. So I call him about three or four weeks after, or I set up the appointment three or four weeks after this bout of side effects. And we do some blood work and the blood work is showing some issues that we wouldn't like to see. Maybe my, my hemoglobin is down. Um, alkaline phosphatase may be up a little bit. I don't know what's going on. And I'm talking to him and I'm saying, these symptoms sound like the bug that's going around. Although I don't have loss of taste and I don't have a fever. And he said, you know, this may be the problem. The, the injection of the Darzalex may have stimulated a, a preponderance of side effects that weakened my immune system temporarily and allowed this bug to be more active. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, this is interesting because I've improved my immune system so much, I'm recovering from this bug and maybe I've had this bug and I need to know about it. So I did some testing and right now it's negative, but I need to do some further testing because the early testing is not accurate to test for this bug. And it takes another month or so to develop enough antibodies yeah, you're, to you're, identify. Yeah, you're, about to say, you're talking about like, okay, 
you had you had post having it looking at antibodies and right it's right there, there's a there's a new no, test. no pcr test i'm just talking about a right. um, mm -hmm. antibody test to show the resilience of the immune system to fight this bug yes now um uh, so many interesting things and you're going to get the results back of that test soon i'm i'm sure yes. uh, we're, <laughs> we're going to want to know <laughs> uh, my people are going to want to know. Ash is going to have to like update our viewers. Uh, you know the interesting thing there. Yeah. So okay, uh, you seem uh, this is the healthiest I've seen you, frankly. Uh, just looking at you. So uh, you bounced back. You recovered. Uh, well, did well. You do anything not, else? Did you do anything else that we need to know? About? Not so much yet. Okay. So I am bouncing back. I've recovered from the extreme exhaustion. Um. But my newest blood chemistries that I just got yesterday are concerning. It's looking like I may have, well, I think I have either broken or damaged a rib. And that has created a series of um, results in my blood work that would be similar to when I was diagnosed with this disease. So my hemoglobin is lower, below normal, which it should not be, and it's never been since I was doing what I've done. My alkaline phosphatase is above normal, which indicates something going on with the bone. And my um, calcium, serum calcium is high, not a good thing. Um, and that may be a result of the bug and damaging everything else that's going on. And maybe my weakening, my weakened state of maybe damaging a rib, breaking a rib. Again, these pathological fractures are unfortunately um, staying with me. I, I can't get rid of those um, in an effective way. So I am right now being monitored. Um, I am on a drug, which I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to stay on for a long time, but I'm on dexamethasone, which is decadron that mm -hmm. actually kills malignant plasma cells. And maybe my, my plasma cells are being activated. So I'm, I have new Im immunofluorescent blood work being done, which I'll know about in a week or two. And I am on the dexamethasone for four days to see if we can correct the calcium and, and by killing off some of the malignant plasma cells that may be affecting that. And I'll have another appointment with my oncologist next week to do new blood work and then a new PET scan in two weeks to see what's really happening. Let me just tell you this. This is my second bout with death with um, the, the cancer journey. I feel great right now. I feel great. Dexamethasone does make you feel good, but I feel great. My concern, of course, and I want everybody to know this, what I do for my body with my 10 unconventional cancer protocols is not to cure cancer. I have no cure for cancer. There are people out there that had surgery 
in their stomach. And, and now and they way, think those 10, we'll make sure we attach to your blog where it talks about his 10. Sure. Yeah, and you, and you can link to that on my yeah, blog. Well, it's updated every time I um, tweak it. But there are people that that have had cancer, that have had, have had it surgically removed and changed to a vegan diet and, and, and state that their vegan diet has cured their cancer. That's not the case. That's not the case. And I will never say my animal-based diet has cured my cancer, although there are reported cases where that has been done. I'm not saying anything about curing cancer. What I am saying is a healthy nutritional diet, and it doesn't have to be carnivore, but it does have to eliminate the insults to the gut microbiome, which are some foods, some chemicals, and a whole host of other things like emotional stress, excessive exercise, you know the gamut. It's oh, just man. a million Up, things. Upstream mercury, upstream infection. I mean, it's just a million things. Yeah, we've talked and, about and them we, on the past shows. And we can't blame food all the time. There are other factors. You can be there the are. healthiest person in the world There's with me. eating. You can be the healthiest person in the world with a wonderful gut microbiome and diversity like I have. But if you have emotional stress daily, you will destroy that microbiome and it will affect your brain, it will just travel up to your brain um, and it will affect all kinds of pathways in your body. So we, what, what, what I am saying is I need to have a robust immune system to help prevent all chronic diseases as I can and heal my body as best as I can. And I've done it extremely well, but I am now, in the midst of another roadblock, which is fine. <laughs> I played the game and I'm going to do this very well. My oncologist is very encouraged. My attitude means everything. I know cancer patients that are depressed and get sicker and sicker and sicker no matter what they do. And I know cancer patients that are extremely positive and don't follow the guidelines and they do extremely well. So what is it? I think the emotional part is huge. And you know, the placebo effect is real. If you are given something or told something or believe in something that's gonna heal you, you'll heal. You are healing and it's not physiological and it's not psychological, it's physiological. You know that studies have been done to show placebo effects are real. They're real. That's real science, by the well, way. Real healing comes from what the body does, not what yes, man does. It's not so the, the chemicals. Is, is if you drive real healing from your brain, where all healing comes from, you know, innate intelligence, that's real healing. <laughs> so. it, it, it is amazing. It's an amazing subject. More, more emphasis needs to be put on um, an, a positive attitude and a support system than the therapeutics. Although therapeutics are important and, and I get into that and, and I'm not the alternative medicine person. I am the integrated person. I use alternative medicine. I use even more out of the box thinking and I use conventional medicine that makes sense to me. And that's how I do what I do. Mm. Man, well, you have become a wealth of knowledge and hope for many people watching this show. We get the feedback, and I'll tell you, you know, it's it's been a remarkable journey. 
and people need to share these uh, journey, your journey, these episodes. Well, you're a great platform because you are highly respected in the integrative community, highly respected. Thank and, you. you know, there are, well, sure, of course, there are people that talk without knowledge. There are people that talk anecdotally, which is okay as long as they explain it's anecdotal, but with, with their anecdotal stories, making it proven science just doesn't correlate with me. You have to have science to back up what you're doing. If, it, if it's an N equals one study, which I do myself is okay, as long as you tell people that and don't tell people this is a proven fact. It's right. not, it has worked for me. It may not work for you. But there are other things I do that are very well proven, and that's what I build on. Yeah. But yes, a platform like you have gets the word out. Yeah, that's the idea. That's what I love to do. And your blog is fantastic. We'll make sure everyone gets there. Uh, he's done some great stuff on vitamin D, very important part of the bug that's going on. Oh, of course, out. yes. Very important yes. part of immunity, very important thing. And, and uh, again, I think a cool part about a lot of what you do is unconventional, uh, even in our space, unconventional, right? So let me tell you something interesting as I put something in my ear that I shouldn't have. I only do it for these podcasts, by the way. Um, I use pulse electromagnetic field therapy and it's an interesting, it's, I'll tell you what I'm doing now, which is totally different than I've been doing. I haven't even written about it yet. So I use a very um, um, integrated frequencies from Germany that is imported by Pure Wave now uh, in Florida, but it is 20 or so years in research. And I use that, it has frequencies from maybe one or two Hertz all the way up to 10,000, but it is a beautiful harmonic balance and they have patents on how it improves uh, microcirculation in and out of the cell and ATP production, just beautiful stuff. But I do that first thing in the morning, last thing at night in the frequency protocol that I have. And now I've included another PMF machine that only has frequencies in the 30 Hertz and I mean, 10 Hertz and 30 Hertz for the most part. And it has more intensity and I'm using that in the middle of the day. And it is totally different than the other PMF therapy. And I am noticing big differences, which is fantastic. And I think that, well, first of all, we are electrical beings. We know yeah. that, right? Yeah. So if, if anybody says there's no such thing as frequencies in the body that communicate to one another, mm -hmm. um, you're crazy. And I don't know enough about homeopathy, but I know that the frequencies in that water after the dilution, after dilution, after dilution speaks to cells right. in an interesting way and nothing will be proven, but it's probably real science. So the interesting thing is pulsed electromagnetic field therapy, when the right protocol is instituted, speaks to the cells, improves the cellular membrane, enhances the electron transport chain in the mitochondria, improves ATP production, and every chronic disease, including cancer, is a disease of 
mitochondrial dysfunction. So we need to understand this electrical being in our body. It's like the, the uh, batteries in a flashlight. You can put fresh batteries in and you turn the light on and it is blue, beautiful glaring light, but it dims if you keep it on and it goes out eventually because the batteries die. Our batteries are our mitochondria. Some cells, some cells like red blood cells don't have any for a different reason, but most cells have two or 300 mitochondria per cell. Cells that are in a lot of energy uh, utilization mode have up to 3,000 mitochondria per cell. That's huge, lots of battery. We need these batteries and we need to enhance them if possible. And pulse electromagnetic field does that. And I utilize that as part of my unconventional. I utilize it myself. I, I have different ones. Um, one high dose makes one. I have a beamer and I have uh, pulse centers. They're uh, a, a pulsed electromagnetic field device. Yeah. I, so I so the, the other one that I had that yours don't have, I, I use the beamer. So I'm using the beamer in the middle of the day with this intensity and it goes up to a hundred. I think the, um, the doctor that I was speaking to that, that is their medical professional, I think it goes up to 150 micro Tesla in intensity. The other one that I use only goes up to 30 micro Tesla, but it has frequencies up to 10,000 in, in a blended pattern, which is part of their patent. Um, Beamer has only 10 um, Hertz and 30 Hertz and this intensity that improves in its own way, different things. And I'm using them together and I'm getting a much better result than the original one that was doing great for me to start with. Yeah. So it's interesting. I love the concept of understanding that we're electrical beings and doing yeah. something about it. And I yeah, think um, water hydration has a lot to do with it. Because right. all, all those electrolytes are critical for that electricity to work. And actually we could pop in some of the shows we've done on PMF because people are gonna have a lot of questions on it. Oh yeah, that, that's uh, an amazing concept. I, 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 use it, I use it as well. Listen, Dr. Al, thank you again for coming on. We're gonna keep up. Hey, it's I, my pleasure. You might outlive all of us, but we're gonna keep following you as long as I'm living <laughs> at least. And Ashley is living. We're gonna keep you guys on. are awesome. If you need <laughs> anything, you know how to get me. Absolutely. We love you, man. And we, uh, you just bring great knowledge, always little gifts in your interviews. So thank you for all of them. Thanks for the platform. Yeah. And thanks for inviting me. Take care. Mm -hmm. Hey, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Cyto Detox. Look, podcasts cost money. There's a lot of production uh, going around this, but uh, we are grateful to have Cyto Detox as one of the sponsors. It's so easy for me to talk about the product because myself and my family use it constantly. As we practice what I preach for over 15 years, I've talked about and taught doctors and the public about cellular detox. And I'll tell you, Cyto was a breakthrough. Cyto was a breakthrough for us. Um, and it's changed so many lives. So we're grateful that they sponsor Cellular Healing TV. It makes sense, doesn't it? They should.
If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing Cyto Detox product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit detoxoffer.com. Again, that's detoxoffer.com. Well, that's it for this week. The materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you would like to purchase some of the supplements mentioned on this show, please visit the site as seen on chtv.com and use the code chtv15 for 15% off. Again, that's as seen on chtv.com. Use the code chtv15 for 15% off. And as always, thanks for listening.